You're listening to Grandstand Radio, shows based on old-time radio. You're about to hear our detective series, Sleuth. Today's episode, The Animal Avenger. It was a cold Wednesday afternoon. The kind of cold you wake up to only to bury yourself back into bed. Me? I had just gotten done with a case and was rewarding myself with a Reuben sandwich at the local diner, Lily's. Well, hey there, stranger. Long time no see. Hey there, Lily. Yeah, finally have the financial means to treat myself to something nice. So, the usual? Oh, don't tell me you still remember. Hmm. One genuine Reuben with extra sauerkraut out of baked potatoes and a lemon iced tea. <laughs> Am I that predictable? Like an open book. Take a seat, kiddo. I'll get it started. Hey, Al! What? Give me a Reuben, extra kraut, with a Murphy in the alley and a lemon English winter. What? What's the matter, Frankie? Why the long face? We had a case earlier. Uh, okay, less of a case and more of a pet wrangling job. Pet wrangling job? A new client. Called herself Max. She needed help with her, uh, the animals. Apparently she works in the domestic animal industry. But she accidentally dropped a case full of, uh, very large, very fuzzy, uh, spiders. Spiders? Really? What? I'm sorry. It's just you've been through shootouts, fistfights, been kidnapped, Left for dead and spatters. Of all things, gets your goat. Hey, I never said I was easy to understand. All right, order up. Oh man, look at this stuff. Hey now, slow down. The food isn't going anywhere. Mr. Fletcher? Mr. Fletcher, are you in here? Um, over here. Thank goodness I found you, Mr. Fletcher. I went to look for you at your office, but there was no one there. Fortunately, the landlady told me you were here. Wow. Hmm. Look at you. Uh, what seems to be the problem, uh, Miss... Brzezinski. Paula Brzezinski. Mrs. Brzezinski, owner of one of the local animal shelters and all-around nice dame. Kind of embarrassed that she caught me mid-bite into uh, my sandwich. I have a serious problem, Mr. Fletcher. Someone has stolen a dozen spiders from my animal sanctuary. Huh? A dozen spiders, you say? A dozen spiders. Uh, tarantulas, to be precise. Oh, bollocks. Frank? Well, it turns out the woman I helped earlier that day was actually the one responsible for stolen said spiders. After a lengthy explanation and uh, an offer to buy her lunch as a gesture of goodwill, I got the job. Undo what I did. Well, how hard could that be? Mrs. Brzezinski thanked me for my time and left the diner. I paid for the food and bid Lily a hasty farewell. I had a lot of work to do. In a way, it was exciting. A chance to finally put my detective skills to the test. Not to mention an opportunity to fix a blunder. You don't often get chances like that. It was a long night behind my computer console, digging through hours of information on Acme CrimeNet. As the hours dragged on, I started to notice a pattern. 
there was a string of reports of animal crimes all across the city, ranging from breaking a bunch of dogs out of a pet store to dumping paint all over fur coats. Needless to say, I've got my work cut out for me. That's when I got a break in the case. Frank Fletcher, Private Eye. Frank, it's Mark. I'd like you to play consultant again. The man on the other line was none other than my old boss, Police Captain Mark Sloan. I worked under him since my first days on the force. Well, up until my untimely termination, that is. Need me as a consultant, Chief? If you don't mind. This is getting ridiculous. I could use all the help I can get. Meet me over at the pet store at 55th Street. Be there in a flash. I arrived at the crime scene. Looks like whoever did this caper did a number on the shop. It was pretty trashed from the looks of it. I approached one of the officers who were guarding the perimeter. Well, well, well. If it isn't Fletch the failure. What are you doing here? Well, just my luck. Officer Reginald McCready. He was my first partner when I started on the beat, and it didn't take long for us to clash. I was by the book and McCready? Well, he wanted to deal his kind of justice, and I wasn't always on the up and up. Oh, hi, McCready. Uh, do you mind? I've got a case to follow up. Not so fast, Fletchy. Law enforcement officers pass this point only. Last time I checked, you don't got a badge on you. McCready, we go through this every single time. I'm here as a police consultant, you know that. I wouldn't be anywhere near an active crime scene otherwise. Now, I would appreciate it if you would just step aside and- Listen here, Fletcher. We're going to go through this as many times as we need to, until you get it through your thick little skull that you're not a cop anymore. You never were as far as I'm concerned. Now stop pretending to be one and go home. McCready, are you harassing Frank again? Let the boy in here, will ya? That's usually the case when I deal with McCready. We've never really seen eye to eye, especially after I was thrown off the force. Luckily, I still had some friends within the department. As I walked into the crime scene, I saw Captain Sloan gazing into the empty cages inside the pet store. He tapped his foot and watched the crime scene photographer take pictures. <sighs> wombats. Uh, Chief? This pet store was illegally selling wombats. We had sent a unit to investigate only to find the store ransacked and empty with the two owners hogtied and left here for us to find. This isn't the first time this has happened either. Uh, I'm still stuck on the whole wombat situation. Are those things even capable of being domestic? Not at all. Looks like we have a vigilante on our hands. Ah, vigilante, huh? That doesn't seem like an entirely bad thing. Yes, well, we can't have that. If we let one crazed lunatic run around in a costume saying they're doing justice, who knows how many others will do the same. The chief turned to me and handed me a vanilla folder with the words case file stamped on the front. I opened it up to see an assortment of documents containing statements, crime scene photos, fingerprints, the whole nine yards. She calls herself the Animal Avenger. We haven't been able to get anywhere close to this girl. I noticed a surveillance photo. It was the same girl I had inadvertently helped Spider-Nap earlier. Only difference is that she was wearing what could only be described as a homemade superhero outfit, cape and all. 
Uh, um, do we have any leads, Chief? Only that she attacks pet shops and sanctuaries. She did leave a message, though. Captain Sloan handed me a torn piece of paper and a sealed plastic bag. Upon looking at it, I saw that it had writing on it. What has four legs, runs day and night, but never gets anywhere. Chief, what is this? A riddle, apparently. <laughs> a riddle. Now I've seen everything. Captain Sloan agreed to let me keep the case files, so I took them back to my office. My goal? To try to figure this animal Avenger out before she strikes again. I sat at my computer, accessing CrimeNet. I pulled up the Animal Avenger file and started to compare them to what I had in the folder. Hours went by, and I still couldn't figure out her next move. I poured myself a fifth cup of coffee as my eyes began to feel heavy. I've been at this for over 20 hours, and I was reaching my limit. I started to resemble a bobblehead, my head rocking back and forth as I tried to keep trucking along. I leaned back in my chair, letting out a long sigh, just about to call it a night. The only piece of evidence that I haven't really scrutinized was that piece of paper with the riddle. I picked it up staring at it, but what can I even do with it? What has four legs, runs day and night, but never gets anywhere. Why would she leave this? Is she taunting the police? Is this a clue about her next target? Wait, if it is, does it mean somewhere in the city? Could it mean... No way, could it? I stood up and ran out the door, closing it behind me. Mr. Fletcher? Is everything alright? Whoa! Oh, poor Mrs. Abernathy. Uh, she was the landlady to the building, and I almost railroaded right into her in my haste to get to my car. You seem all riled up. I take it you've got a lead? Yeah, and if I'm lucky, I may have just cracked it! I arrived at Lion's Den Plaza, a public square with a small park in the middle. And what was in that small park? The answer to the riddle. Or at least I hope it was. A statue of a lion. As far as I was concerned, this was a total crapshoot. But with nothing else left to go on, uh, what did I have left to lose? I noticed a pet store nearby, so I parked. I quickly realized that the pet store in question was actually Mrs. Brzezinski's animal shelter and someone was making their way inside. I quickly exited my Studebaker and made my way over to the store. The door was apparently left open, so I made my way inside. I quietly followed the shadowy figure into the store. Most of the animals were sleeping as I navigated through the aisles. The figure made its way towards the back room, and boy, did I have a bad feeling about this. Once the figure entered the back room, I used the wall as cover. The door was left partly open, just enough so I can peer through. And peer through I did. Just in time to see the shadowy figure turn on the light, giving the room a dimly lit glow. But it was enough for me to make out just who that shadowy figure was. Mrs. Brzezinski! Now what was she doing at her store in the middle of the night? Uh, maybe taking inventory. I mean, that would explain the large sack she just hoisted onto the table in front of her. Uh, maybe a shipment of dog food came late, and she's just sorting through it. She began to empty out the contents of her bag onto the table. Yeah, that's cocaine, all right. I was secretly hoping that it was just exaggerated amounts of baby powder, but I knew better. Now, I really didn't see this coming. I didn't know Mrs. Brzezinski well, but from what I could tell, she was a pillar of the community. Always volunteering, bringing baked goods to share with the community at events, 
It left me dumbstruck. So dumbstruck, in fact, that I failed to see the goon having approached me from behind. What do you think you're doing? Uh, I was wondering uh, if you guys still carried ferrets. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. I was quickly subdued by the larger man. He forced me into the back room with one of my uh, arms behind my back. Uh, hey, watch it! You're twisting my arm off! Stuart, what the hell is this? Found him snooping around in the shop. Mr. Fletcher. Yeah, it's me. I was staking out the area to see if I can catch a lead on the perpetrator of all these animal-related capers. But instead, I got an eyeful of crime from the one person I'd never suspect. I mean, really, Mrs. Brzezinski? Put a sock in it, Fletcher. I guess it was only a matter of time before I was discovered. I figured I'd have more time, though. Cocaine is one hell of a drug, Brzezinski. How did you get caught up in all this? Opportunity happened, Mr. Fletcher. I was offered the chance to make more money than this sad hellhole of a pet store could ever make me. My associate here just needed a front. Brzezinski, that drug ruins lives and you know it! Hey now! We are only the providers of this marketable product. Moderation is entirely up to the client. If it ends up killing them, well that's their own fault. You guys make me sick. Doing all this under the guise of an innocent pet store. Why, I have a right mind to... Write an angry letter. Or maybe an angry limerick. Oh, come on, Brzezinski, you can't be serious. Are you really going to off me over this? You've seen too much, Fletcher. Don't worry. We'll make sure you get found somewhere. Eventually. The big galoot known as Stuart forced me into a chair and tied me to it. I gulped as beads of sweat ran down my forehead. I looked up at Mrs. Brzezinski only to see the barrel of a 9mm handgun. Aw, oh, shoot, is this really how it's gonna end? In the back room of a pet store shot by a disgruntled middle-aged woman whose midlife crisis took the form of drug dealing? Well, there's worse ways to go, I suppose. I closed my eyes, tightly, expecting the inevitable. Expecting, that is, until the room suddenly became pitch black. Hey, what gives? Who turned off the lights? Well, I wasn't sure what was going on either. Well, I was as much in the dark as those two, no pun intended. Suddenly, I felt the rope that tied me to the chair loosen and fall to the ground. What's this? Suddenly, the lights flickered back on to reveal a new person in the room. It was... Look! Some sort of costume freak! Not just any costume freak. It was the Animal Avenger! Quick! Get both of them! With lightning-fast reflexes, the Animal Avenger kicked the gun out of Mrs. Brzezinski's hand, engaging her in some old-fashioned fisticuffs. <laughs> Tall, dark, and gruesome, however, had other ideas, and the big goon started barreling towards the Animal Avenger. Now, I'm a man of many things, and a fair fight is definitely one of them. I quickly grabbed the chair that once held me captive and said, Hey, ugly! Why don't you pick on someone your own size? Oh? Huh? As soon as the big guy stopped and turned around, I ran up to him and introduced the chair right over his head. Bullseye! The giant tower of ugly fell to the floor like a bag of bricks. I then turned my attention to the two women duking it out behind me, only to see that Mrs. Brzezinski was already on the floor, tied up and out cold. The Avenger smiled a wide toothy grin and tossed me a rope. Huh? Oh, uh, you mean for this guy? Yeah, I'll take care of him. 
<laughs> Let me tell you, I'm glad you showed up when you did. I was liable to suffer from lead poisoning. <laughs> huh? Hey, where'd you go? Before I knew it, she was gone, just as suddenly as she appeared. She did leave something behind other than an air of mystery, however. A note in the pocket of my trench coat. It had her name, phone number, and a note that would make the most surly of sailors blush tomato red. <laughs> I promptly called the police and within the hour, they showed up and cleaned house. Good work, Frank. We've been trying to crack this cocaine smuggling ring for months now. We never would have suspected Mrs. Brzezinski's animal sanctuary, let alone Mrs. Brzezinski herself. Yeah, it was a surprise to me too, Chief. But then again, you can never judge a book by its cover. That's for sure. Any leads on this Animal Avenger character? Aw, oh, not a clue. <laughs> Typical. Guess we'll chalk up the missing animals as her doing again. W wait a second. Missing animals? I rushed out of the back room to see that all of the cages were empty. Not a single animal in that would-be pet shop. I took off my fedora and shook my head with a grin. The Animal Avenger strikes again. This has been Sleuth, presented by Grandstand Radio. Your players today were Giancarlo Danubio as Frank Fletcher and Al the Chef, Charles James Marlowe as Reginald McCready and Stewart, Carrie Lynn Davies as Lily, Still Rise as Mrs. Brzezinski, Alvin Kayamuk as Police Captain Mark Sloan, and Veronica Walters as Mrs. Abernathy. For more information about our shows, visit us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search Grandstand Radio. Grandstand Radio theme April Showers by Proletter. All background music provided by Kevin McLeod. Sound effects by FreeSFX. Grandstand Radio, the most fun you'll never see. <laughs>